Welcome to the Mental Dietitian Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Lynch-Potter, just a guy who's trying to live a great life and learn the best way to live it. This show is for the everyday human being that feels exactly how I feel, and every week I'll be bringing you weekly episodes on how to get better mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, and financially, so you can have a great mental diet. Welcome to episode nine of the Mental Dietitian Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about death. The reason why I wanted to talk about death today is just uh, just down the road from me. Um, on the way of driving home, the whole road was blocked off. And a tree had fallen on somebody's car and the forensic unit was there and they blocked off the entire road. So I'm assuming that person is no longer with us. And... There's nothing like thinking about your own mortality to put things in perspective about what is important in your life and what is not important in your life. And a lot of us live as if we're never really going to die. We never really appreciate for each moment for how it is. I know I don't. I get stressed about things that at the end of my life won't really matter. But you also can't live every single day like it's your last because you probably wouldn't go to your job. You probably wouldn't do all the things that you do every single day you'd try to enjoy your last day and do things that provide pleasure and things like that. But I want to talk about death because I think we need to talk about it more. The whole Western world, from what I've seen compared to other cultures, is very, very scared about talking about death. I personally don't think death is the end. I really don't. Scientifically and spiritually, scientifically, energy cannot be destroyed. We are made of it electrical energy. So if energy cannot be destroyed, it can only be diverted or sent somewhere else or it can go somewhere else. Then what happens to the energy that we are? Then from a spiritual point, I think we have a soul. And I think that the soul is a, it's a very interesting topic, but I really wanted to talk about dying, like a physical death. And of course, it's scary because nobody really knows what happens afterwards. People that say, I, I know, it's like, well, how do you know if you're still here? There's some people that have died um, and they've come back or they've, they've gone flatline for five minutes and have had crazy things happen to them. But it's really important, in my opinion, to constantly think about your death. Memento mori is something that was told to a lot of Roman emperors. And it basically means, remember, you're going to die. Apparently, when they were riding through the streets after a battle and they had a great victory, there was a person, I've forgotten the title of what their role was, he would whisper in the emperor's ear, memento mori, which means, you go, you are, remember, you will die. And it's such a great perspective because I just think about if I was that person driving home and the tree fell on me and you were somewhat conscious at the end and you knew you were going to die. It'd be very strange, be very, very strange because you might've been rushing home to see your kids or to see your family, or you were worried about emails from work or things like that. And all of a sudden it's done. You're gone. 
it's I think I think I it's good that I paused then if you kind of sit with that a little bit. And we went to uh X and I went to Victoria over the weekend and we went to this cemetery, just a graveyard. Um it was really cool seeing all the old tombstones and stuff, and I was just walking around and I was looking at the different people's names, and I just thought about all the dreams these people would have had, all the hope they would have had for the future, some of these people. The youngest grave I saw was a one-year-old, which was really sad. I saw people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. And I just looked at each one of these people. Some of them died in the early 1900s. Some of them died in the 1800s. And it's just, it was a crazy perspective for me because... It just you just look at these people and it, like all the things that they would have hoped for and dreamed for, and a lot of them probably never had any of those things come to fruition. One of my favorite sayings is that most men live a life of quiet desperation, where they are going to work, go to go to work, do the whole full day's work, something that doesn't really fulfill them, come home from work spend time with some family, watch some TV, play some video games maybe, go down to the pub and just repeat over and over and over again. And that can kind of create a life of quiet desperation. And if you just, if that person that's really stuck in that kind of rut really stood, stopped for a second is like, well, I'm going to die one day. And I love Gary V says that. He's like, you want to be motivated? You're going to die. Sit with that. You are going to die one day. It's like, what more motivation do you need to do whatever it is you want to do? And I'm the same. I'm the same. I, I don't do everything that I know that I could, but there's, there's always things that hold you back. There's limiting beliefs. There's childhood trauma. There's things that people have said to you. There's all kinds of stuff. But if the person, if 80-year-old Aaron or even 40-year-old Aaron, I don't know when I'm going to go, no idea. If that person, let's say Aaron died and he all of a sudden he could have a conversation with me and he's like, hey, man, what would he say? What would he say if you died? When you're 60, 40, 28, 72, whenever that, that day may be, hopefully it's as, as far away as possible so you can really take the time to enjoy your life and figure out what you, what you are here for. But if that day comes and that person could have a conversation with you, what would they tell you to stop doing in your life right now? What would they tell you to spend more time doing? I can tell you right now, I'm pretty sure that they wouldn't say that you should keep watching TV and playing video games. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't say to keep working at a dead-end job that makes you miserable. There's one of my favorite books that I read. It's called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. And the number one regret of the dying is not living a life true to themselves and living a life that others expected of them. 
It's number one, Regret of the Dying. It's a great book. Highly recommend you read it. Top five regrets of the dying. Amazing, amazing book. It just puts such amazing perspective on your entire life. And it, there's some people that accept they're going to die. And there's other people that don't accept they're going to die until the very, very end. And it's a very strange thing. It's a very strange thing to, to deal with and to see. One of my good friends recently just lost his mother and watching him go through that journey and just going through it. And nobody, there's no training on dealing with death, unfortunately. It's a very taboo subject. In fact, I would be surprised if some people are still listening to this because it makes people really uncomfortable because they don't want to think about it. They do not want to think about it. And it reminds me of an amazing quote. I'm going to pull it up on this uh, podcast live. Uh, it's a Dalai Lama quote. I'm going to, where is it? Okay. Here it is. The Dalai Lama, when asked what surprised him most about humanity, he said, man, because he sacrifices his health in order to make money. Then he sacrifices money to recuperate his health. And then he is so anxious about the future that he does not enjoy the present. The result being that he does not live in the present or the future, he lives as if he is never going to die and then dies having never really lived. Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. It's true though. Most of us are so, most of us have this when then syndrome. When I get here, then I'll allow myself some happiness. When I make this certain amount of money, then I'll be happy. I used to do it. I did it for a long time. If, like I did it with finances. I remember when I first started my sales career, I'm super transparent. I'll just tell you things. I'll tell you. I, another taboo subject is money. People don't like to talk about money. You shouldn't tell people how much money you make. Why? Why not? Why not? On my first sales job, my very first sale, I made $700 selling a year's worth of personal training. And I, at that time, I probably made about three grand a month. And I was like, if I, when I make five grand a month, then I'll be happy. Then I made five grand a month. When I make seven grand a month, then I'll be happy. Then I made seven grand a month. If I can make $10,000 a month, that, that is the golden ticket right there. All my problems will be solved. Nope. If I can make 15 grand a month, holy moly. If I can make 20 grand a month, 25 grand a month, 30 grand a month, I've done all that. It just, it never ends. It never ends. It's a game that I can never win. I'll never win that game. It could be a million, two million a month. It could be a hundred million a month. It never, and then you just do that your entire life. And people do that with all kinds of things. When I get here, then I'll be happy. The, the reason why thinking about your own death is so amazing to put in perspective and why you should take a walk in a graveyard. Not all the time, if that's too heavy for you. 
but it does something to you. It, 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 it instantly puts things in perspective. You kind of realize it's like, yes, I need all those things. Yes, finances matter. Yes, sometimes the things I'm stressed about matter. But on the macro, am I doing things right now to really that is are really fulfilling, that are really making the world a better place, that, that are going to leave a ripple, that are going to impact other people's lives? And that could just be me and my ego trying to hang on to existence when all existence is temporary and fleeting. Life is beautiful because we die. I was thinking about that recently. I was driving along and I was just thinking, I was looking at all the cherry blossoms on the side of the road. I was like, man, they did not last long. Those cherry blossoms didn't last long at all. They were beautiful for about two weeks and they were gone. They were dormant again. And I had this thought, I was like, Maybe they're so beautiful. Maybe appreciate that people appreciate them so much because they're so fleeting. They don't last very long. So maybe life is so beautiful because we die. I was just thinking that on the way to work. And I, I kind of, I, I put a note on my phone to remember that later. It's just a thought that came to my head. I kind of saw the whole world as that. Life is beautiful because we die. But life could be so much more beautiful and so much more amazing by remembering that you're going to die. And just like the Dalai Lama said, if you're constantly anxious about the future, you can never really live in the, in the present. Therefore, you die never having really lived because you're constantly thinking about the future. You're constantly thinking about the next thing. Rather than just sitting here and be like, I'm here right now. What am I going to do with right now? That's gone. That's gone. Gone, I'll never get it back. Ticking away, ticking away, ticking away. It's gone. I'll never get those clicks back. I'll never get that time back. I kind of see my life as a uh, an hourglass, and the sand, each bead of sand is dropping through the hourglass, but I don't know when the last sand goes through the hourglass. So I have to live my life as full as I possibly can, as full as I possibly can. Because here's another interesting perspective. What would that person down the road from me, a couple hundred meters, who had the tree fall on them? Maybe it was a whole family. I don't know. No idea. It's pretty heavy shit. What would he say to me right now, or she, or they, them, whoever they are, if they could be like, hey, you just died. What's one message you would like to say to all of humanity now that you're gone? If you've got a family member or a friend that has passed away, what would they say to you if they could have a conversation with you? It's an amazing perspective. I've had some pretty crazy experiences with different plant medicines where I've, I've felt the presence of my grandmother. I've felt the presence of one of my friends, Ben, who died of an overdose. And I don't know if it was them. It sure felt like them. And they said things that were like, what, why are you playing so small? Why don't you go after it? What are you so scared of? 
And whether or not that is just an archetypal construction in my mind of what I believe those people to be in my life or whether or not it's a more spiritual thing and it actually is them and I'm tapping into the quantum realm and I'm communicating with people that are not here anymore, who, who really, really knows? But I had a massive impact on me and I was like, why am I playing small? Why, why am I scared of, of living my life? And a lot of people, what scares them is not failure. It's really the thought that they could be so much more than what they actually are. And it's, it's not the light, it's not the darkness that kind of scares it. Sometimes it's their own light. But when you think about you're going to die one day, when you think about that thought, it kind of dissolves that feeling. It's like, fuck it. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's go after it. Let's do anything I possibly can because I'm going to die one day and you're going to die one day. I think I've said that 15, 20 times on this podcast. The whole message behind this podcast, this one, is to talk about death and to really give you that perspective. And I challenge you, I challenge you, if you are listening to this, to think about your death. Think about it once a week. Put it in the schedule. Okay, on Sundays, I'm going to think about how I'm going to die for five minutes. See what it does to you. It shouldn't make you depressed. If it makes you depressed, maybe there's something else going on. Actually, maybe it should make you depressed. If it makes you feel really, really down, maybe that is the kick in the ass that you need to, to, to do something about your life. If you're really overweight, if you're not in a relationship you want to be in, if you are not at a job you want to be in, you're going to die one day. What are you going to do between right now? Those seconds counting down. What are you going to do between those seconds counting down and when your last heartbeat goes, what are you going to do? You better make it a good life. You better see as much of this earth as you possibly can. You better do everything you can to help as many people as you possibly can. Why? Because that's what life's about. Life's, life's about living a life that's true to you. Whatever that may be, go live a life that's true to you. Because momentum mori, remember that you will die. So I wanted to, I wanted to, leave, you, to uh, leave you guys with. Really think about that. This might have been a heavy episode for some people, but it doesn't matter. I'm here to share this message because I think it's really important. And um, yeah, love you all. Hope this added some value to you. And I'm looking forward to some of your feedback. And I know I will get some really good feedback from this one. I love the support that I do get. It's only small right now. A few really loyal, amazing listeners. And I really appreciate you. And please share the show with anybody. If you think somebody can get value with it, just text them the link. Just be like, hey, one of my friends, Aaron, he just released this podcast on death. If you can get through it, I think that the perspective can really help you change your life, make better decisions, focus on what, on what is important. And uh, on that note, remember you're going to die. Love you all. Hear from you soon. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Mental Dietitian Podcast. If you found any value at all, please share this with a family member or a friend or just a guy or a gal walking down the street, just anybody at all, if you feel like it could help them and benefit them from the conversations that we're having. 
It would mean the world to me if you could also leave a review. It helps grow the show. It helps the algorithms. And I also do love connecting with my listeners. So please reach out to me on social media. The best way to get a hold of me is through Instagram. And my Instagram handle is Aaron Lynch Potter. And that's spelled A-H-R-E-N-L-Y-N-C-H-P-O-T-T-E-R. Thank you so much once again.